entered into the Paracosmos, where anything is possible and everything is probable. I'm Lacey, and I'm excited because we're going to talk about my favorite blue boy today. <laughs> and I'm Leah, and I'm the brimstone that Bamf Man leaves behind. <laughs> <laughs> um. So if you haven't caught on, today we're talking about a Nightcrawler. Uh, I believe he was in both of our honorable mentions when we went over our favorite heroes or characters in general. I know he was in mine because I did all the night characters. <laughs> Nightcrawler, Nightwing. <laughs> that's as far as I got at that list on the top of my head. Yep, that's as much as I could remember. <laughs> Without looking through my comic books or what I have on my phone, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much, and, and I'm too lazy to go back and check, so I just know he was in it. <laughs> yep, I know he was in mine too, because I remember talking about him. Um, so today we're talking about a specific comic issue. Oh, ho, ho. yes we are. Which was called uh, Nightcrawler Origins. And who was it written by, Leah? Written by the amazing Mark Bernardin and Adam Freeman. I love Mark Bernardin. And so art much. by... Uh, Carrie Nord and James Heron, which, how did you feel about the art in this one? I liked the art. I did too. Yeah, I, I liked it quite did. a bit. Like, some of some of the newer comics, I feel like, haven't been hitting the mark with the artwork lately um, as much or as often, but I like the artwork in this one. I definitely think that if you're someone who cares about the art style and that kind of makes or breaks it for you, this one's worth a read. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I know some of the newer ones are like, how can we mix the most realistic looking thing with still a drawn picture? And it just looks kind of funky. Yeah. So I enjoyed this one. Yeah, I like this one a lot. This was good. So uh, for those of you who don't know about Nightcrawler, Nightcrawler is a good blue fuzzy boy. Um, in in one of our episodes, I realized I called him um, a Christian. I do apologize. I want to just lay out my apologies right <laughs> here. He's Catholic. Yes, I know that there's a lot of similarities, uh. also a lot of differences. So I apologize. He is canonically Catholic. So yeah. our good Catholic boy, <laughs> um, he is part demon from his daddy's side. Mm. <laughs> Daddy. <laughs> daddy. <laughs> daddy. Demon daddy. <laughs> Demon daddy. <laughs> and then, for those of you who don't know, Mystique is his mother. Which I don't think Nightcrawler knew that for a very, very long time. Uh, the origin of his parents, yeah. So, our, our fuzzy elf has been through a lot. No, he did not. He had no idea. Yes, fuzzy, yeah. He is, he's been through... He's been through some crazy stuff and remained quite wise and positive, which is very interesting, and you love to see it. But in this issue, they go over the story, and it's, like, it pretty much keeps the same storyline of his true original story. Like, they, they, how do I say this? I think it was for the sake of getting it all into one issue. They kind of, like, push it all together. Um, so you can know everything that happened to him up to joining the X-Men. Yeah, they gave you, like, a very quick so rundown a, of it in, like, a, a very sad way. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's pretty quick. Oh, yeah, it's very sad. If you <laughs> like sad comics, this is for you. This is definitely <laughs> for you. 
Uh, so Leah, where where do we start out? We start from the top, with, uh, Mr. Wagner, all the way back to the beginning of where Nightcrawler came from, which was a circus in uh, in Germany, the Munich Circus, which we all know that. And uh, they do a, a little spin on it in this issue where they make it. Like, you always knew that Kurt came from the circus and that they were abusive towards him, but this one, like, really heavily hit at it that, like, they just were mean. <laughs> yeah. And it wasn't everybody. It was really the ringleader, uh, Her Max Getman? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Herr Max Getman. Herr is uh, German for sir. But they call him Herr because they're in Germany. Um this issue mixes a lot of, like, simple German words with English to try and, like, I guess give you that feel of Kurt Wagner is a German character. He is from Germany, you know. Uh, but sometimes it's a little weird. But yeah, so <laughs> so the, the circus master, the ringleader, whatever you yeah. will, is uh, not so fond of Kurt because of his appearance, but he loves that he draws a crowd. Yeah, it's like one of those weird things where it's like, haha, I can use you because capitalism and I can get money off you, but also, fuck you, like, you go against what I believe, like, your appearance is just a, a blight on the world. Yeah, like, they straight up just put him in in a show every night because he is incredibly acrobatic and he's naturally, you know, that's his mutation, uh... So he's he's gifted like this, where he can just do all these flips and jumps and everything. And at this point in the story, he cannot teleport. Uh, that power has not yes, not manifested. yet, <laughs> not yet, not quite. <laughs> so, but at the end of every show, you see Getman's men drug Nightcrawler and uh, they lock him in his cage, and he has to sit there all night in a drugged haze uh, because he's also very very strong. So. They're a little afraid of him. You can you get that from the story too that like these men that work for the circus are kind of scared of him. But most of the actual performers in the circus are not. Like, they they very much like Kurt. Yeah, the people yeah, the actual other workers, including his adoptive mom, who is the fortune teller. Yeah, and this issue, uh, they never really go too much into it if if uh she is the same character that she has been in everything else but she is just a fortune teller at the circus who found kurt as a baby and every night she tells him the story of how she found him and it's some whimsical fairy tale version of the story of you know like she was destined to find him uh his parents gave him up to her because he was just too beautiful to be in that part of the country anymore and it was her job to protect him and stuff and they both know it's a lie you know, like they and they address that in the issue too, like where she tells him the story every night. They both know it's a lie, but he chooses to believe it because it helps him feel better uh, in his drugged out haze, which is sad. Yeah, it's it's very sad. And then for those of you who don't know, uh, part of the original story is that uh, it is claimed that his father, Azazel, actually saved Kurt when Mommy Dearest Mystique tossed him off. A cliff slash waterfall? Yeah, she straight up just yeeted that baby over the waterfall and was like, bye. Yeah, so. <laughs> she, she was done with him. And, uh, but he saved her. Or, wow, sorry. He saved him. And, uh, 
the whole fortune teller, she's really supposed, I'm pretty sure she's supposed to be a follower of Azazel, who he yeah. gives, and also a former lover, who he mm -hmm. gives Kurt to. Yeah, she's not really a fortune teller, a Romani fortune teller. She is a, uh, a witch who disguises her abilities, her mystical abilities, as being just a simple fortune teller uh, in the circus. So it's kind of an interesting take on it that, like, Azazel cared enough to save this kid uh, when he's kind of just a dick most of the time. Yeah, I don't know. I don't really remember if Mystique ever... Like when it's revealed that she is is the mother, which I don't know who was surprised by that, given the uh, very blue nature of both. But I don't know, you know because I know like it's been different in comic books. It's been different in the shows. So I I think they just pick. Yeah, and choose, I think they just yeah. pick a time, like a dramatic time, to do it, and then they just do it. <laughs> Maybe they'll they'll redo <laughs> it again in ninety seven. <laughs> Probably. We'll probably get a different story. It doesn't matter. It's all it's all kind of the same. Like they, they follow the same ripple, you know. Uh the fortune teller and Azazel, they all kind of stay the same. For the most yeah. part. You know, the story stays the same. This one was just a little a little more in depth onto like the fortune teller and her other children, her two other children of the circus, really, really cared about Kurt. And uh, so when they find out that Max Gitman is going to sell Kurt off, because he doesn't really give a shit. He's like, I can make more money by selling Kurt to a different circus. Uh, or by having him killed and sold. Like, either way, I'm going to make more money than if I keep him here. They they spring into action and they free him from his cage that night. He goes on the run. Yep. He gets out of there because he doesn't want to be sold. He doesn't want to... It's kind of like you don't want to be sold to something else that's probably going to be worse. So you'd rather just break out. He makes it to a church where Father Wagner is. And this is where he starts to learn about the Bible. And he adopts his Catholic religion. He's a good Catholic boy. Um, he's not there for very long, though, in this story. Yeah. Because what happens is his adoptive brother i guess you could say um from the circus comes in to find him and what was it he was followed right yeah he uh because uh kurt's adoptive parent uh the the romani gypsy lady and the children released kurt they have been chased for the last week uh by the circus by the uh the ringmaster dude and his other dudes and the boy by chance stumbles into the same church that kurt is in and then he lets him know that he's been followed and they're looking for kurt and they're looking for him and uh kurt is like we'll protect you they'll never find you here and then like two seconds later they show up <laughs> so and show up at the church and uh they assault the priest which really really pisses off kurt and, uh, yeah, makes yeah, and then they're like, we'll just kill the boy, which is, uh, Armin. And, uh, Armin is, is the little boy who was, like, his, his brother. His, like, little brother, basically. And, uh, they're like, we'll kill the boy, we'll kill the priest, we'll burn the whole place down. And Kurt's like, the hell? 
and uh those kind of bananas and then this is where we see him teleport for the first time to uh get armin to safety and then he realizes what he's done and he goes back to the church and like kicks everybody's ass and uh it's like the badass yeah, he, he is. he's just like fine you want to kill me i'll kill you and then like he kind of like grapples with that for a little minute of like should he just go ahead and kill these men should he not because they think he's a monster so should he just become a monster and it like goes back and forth for like a panel where he's like i will show you i am the monster and then they're like you're the monster <laughs> you're the monster <laughs> and uh yeah, he's he uh, is very defensive of this church, and he's only been there for, I think, about a week. Um, but it's the first place that's ever accepted him, you know, in spite of his appearance and his pointy little devil tail. So he's he's very protective of Father Wagner and his adoptive brother. So, yeah, he almost he almost kills Getman and uh, who shows up? <laughs> To maybe save the day at the very last minute when, when Kurt is like, I will just go ahead and 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 go with these guys. Like I'll just I'll go with them and deal with it away from the church and away from his brother and stuff. Who who's the mastermind that saves the day? This is when our boy, <laughs> Mr. Charles Xavier, uh shows up and is just like, Hey, um, I'm going to go ahead and erase everyone's minds and you're coming with me. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Like, it wasn't a question. Like at that it was not a yeah, question. It was just like you're going to. At that point like Kurt had had given up the fight and was like I don't want to kill anybody. Um I'm not a monster. I'll just let them kill me instead. And uh when he kind of gives up the fight, that's when everything freezes. And he's like, why aren't they attacking? What's going on? And he realizes everybody's froze. And then in pops Professor Xavier doing a fucking wheelie or whatever. And he's like, hey, they're not going to hurt you because I've made it to where they can't. Now come with me if you want to be safe. <laughs> For real. Like, it's just, it's, it's not just the way they did it. It's not a question at all. Yeah. So this this issue ends there with Xavier promising a safe haven for mutants uh, to take Kurt there and let him be a part of a bigger family, keep him safe, help him learn to use his abilities more. Uh, and it's just a one-off, one-shot issue. That's where it ends. So we don't ever get to see like the fallout of like Kurt's adoptive siblings and like the weird shit that they end up doing later on in, in different stories and stuff um and like the circus stuff and all that like that kind of ends it but it's it's leaving you to believe that kurt is about to go off to the promised land and be safe and happy for the rest of his days which is kind of well, a lie, but it's okay yeah <laughs> i mean that's pretty much all there is to it like i was like trying to think of something else to add to it, but i'm like well yeah that's pretty much how they end it um I mean, that's the story. Yeah, that's that's the story of, uh, you know, the X-Men origins for Cor Court. Kurt, Court. <laughs> Court. Court. Court Wagner. Wagner. Uh. <laughs> for Mr. Kurt Wagner. Um, Nightcrawler. Yeah, you know, the Nightcrawler. So. Which I guess he gets his name from the circus, too. Like, he's the the amazing yes. Nightcrawler. Um, which he is amazing. His fuzzy blue boy. Uh, so. I don't know. This was a really well received story uh, by a lot of people. 
um, there were still, you know, that little group of people that are just uh, crybaby bitches where they're like, well, they changed this, this, and this, and they dropped that and whatever, and they got all upset because they changed a little bit of Kurt's background. But I felt like this way was a little cleaner. Like, we still see where his parents would have, like, his true parents, you still see that she's a blue lady, so it leads you to believe that that's Mystique, you know? They never fully say it yet, but then, you know, like, this could pick up somewhere else and go, oh, okay, so that's what they meant. Um, so I enjoyed it. I thought it was good. It was sad. Yeah, it was definitely very sad, um, but that is the kind of backstory of Nightcrawler is sad, so there's really no way to make it not sad. He's just a, <laughs> a good, good blue Catholic boy who yeah. wants to yeah, wants to give wisdom to everybody. He's just a fuzzy blue elf. Yeah, basically, uh, Professor Xavier was very very suspect at the end of this, but I guess he kind of always is. Uh, if you really stop and think about it, he's always been a little on, I feel like Professor Xavier is actually more of like a morally gray area, you know. Like yes, yeah. Like he'll He's do some neutral. some weird stuff, like erasing all their memories of Kurt or whatever, being like, "But you have to stay away from them, and then you have to come with me. I promise it's safe." And it's like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> Though, did Kurt willingly go with you, or did you like plant that idea in his head too? <laughs> right. Exactly. So, I don't know. It was just a one-off issue. I don't know if it ever picked up and went anywhere or not. Um, stumbled across it one day, read it, got really sad. What did you think of this issue? I liked it. Um, the first time I read it, I was, like, very sad by the end of it. What did you think? It was depressing. It was depressing, but it was <laughs> worth the re- Like, I'm glad I read it. So, I would definitely recommend this. Uh, anyone who wants to kind of get into Nightcrawler, you could start here. You could get a little summary of him. And then kind of decide from there if you want to see where he goes. Yeah, pretty much. Like, this is a really good jumping on point if you're just curious about who Kurt Wagner is. Uh, this gives you the very fast rundown. Yes, yes. If you want to start Nightcrawler and get into Nightcrawler, this is it's definitely a good comic to start with. The uh, Nightcrawler Origins, written by Adam Freeman and Mark uh, Bernardin. Art by Carrie Nord and James Heron. Good issue. Go check it out. I'm sure your local comic book store has it. Yeah, it might be kind of hard to find the physical issue of it uh, based on how old it is. I think it was written like 10 years ago or something. But you can find it on the uh, Unlimited app. You can find it online. Probably find it on Amazon or whatever. Oh, yeah, you can. Fi- I always forget that you can find it online, too. Yeah, check your local shops first for the issue. Obviously, support your local uh, comic book store unless they're fucking yeah. weird. And then go somewhere else. And thanks for listening. Thanks for supporting us. Yeah. All five of you. We love you. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) The five people who listen to us more than any other podcast on their Spotify listen. That's sick. Thank you. It's good on you guys. Like (laughs) five people walked into this room right now just to listen to me talk for an hour. That's dope. Dude, I would just get up and leave. I'd be like, all right, that's enough. (laughs) (laughs) All right. And this is too many people. (laughs) We are four too many already. <laughs> uh, once again, if you want to join our Discord, just let us know. Message us on Instagram. We'll get you in there. Uh, you can talk about 
new Marvel stuff. You could talk. I mean, you could talk about really whatever you want. It doesn't have to be about Marvel. It's probably just what me and Leah are going to be talking about. Um, but if you want to join in on the conversation, go ahead and just let us know, and we'll get you in there. Yeah, eventually I will uh, start posting that places like i keep saying i'm going to uh but in the meantime everything for our twitter and our instagram is always in the bio descriptions of these episodes tagged at the bottom and if you are on twitter i apologize because all i ever do is start twitter fights over stupid things so (laughs) hey keep it spicy pretty much um i generally join in on watch parties on twitter for various marvel things and I just kind of like to stir the shit that way. But uh, Sp- Spider-Man comes out in a week. So that will be the next thing we go over. Uh, is No Way Home. And <laughs> <laughs> Welcome my dog to the podcast, please. Yeah, Spider-Man No Way Home. That's the next thing. Uh, we'll be doing that as soon as we see that on the 16th. Yep, we'll see you guys in the next episode. Bye. Bye. Listening once again. I don't even know half of what they're saying in that song, to be honest. With candy canes and silver lanes of pole, it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. Soon the bells will fly, and the thing that'll make them ring is the carol that you'll sing right within. Motherfucker! Legit. <laughs>